Good news. My new book is finally here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth, and you can order it now wherever books are sold. I wrote this book after the five-year span between 2016 and 2020 when I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked literally every area of my life, my health, relationships, money, career, social status, and even my very sense of self. And along the way, I really got to experience firsthand how dysfunctional our culture's relationship is to loss. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success and shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and our evolution, not only as individuals, but also as a collective. So this book expands the conversation around loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we definitely cover those two, in order to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. So whether you're experiencing hardship now or know you have past hurts that are holding you back in certain ways and still need healing, this book is here to support you. It's also a great book to gift to clients, family members, friends, just other women in your world who are going through a challenging time. It will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. So within the loving pages of this book, you will have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. It was not a joy to live this journey, but it really was a joy to write it. And you can find it again wherever books are sold and the audio version of the book is available as well. If you would like some gifts to accompany you on your heartbreak journey, you can get those at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Those are free. Whenever you order books, you can just send in your invoice or your receipt and we'll send you those accompanying gifts. Enjoy. What do you do when you're not where you want to be in your business or in your life? And when you feel that in big, glaring ways, or even in more subtle ones, how do you come back with more alignment, more authenticity, and more abundance after setbacks, rather than slipping further into doubt, self-sabotage, and struggle? Above all, how do you trust that the path that's unfolding beneath your feet is the right path for you? the one that leads you to fulfilling your ultimate potential. We'll be exploring all of this and more in an intimate five-part limited series that I'm offering here on the podcast during the first week of November. It's called From Heartbreak to Wholeness, How I Overcame Immense Hardship to Create a More Aligned, Authentic, and Abundant Business and Life, and How You Can Too. In it, I'm sharing some vulnerable stories from my recent past along with teachings and practices in service of validating anything that you have also lived through or may be experiencing right now. Starting on October 29th, I'll be releasing one episode each day for five days, and the whole series expires on November 8th, so I encourage you to listen to everything by then. The episodes are short, sweet, and I think enjoyable. I also welcome you to share these with any women in your life who could benefit from hearing them as well. I had a lot of fun creating them, 
and I look forward to sharing them with you. So let's get started. Welcome to Herself, a space for women to have deep conversations about the intersection between spiritual entrepreneurship and fulfilling your potential, so you can become the woman you truly are in every area of your life. After being in business for over two decades, I've learned, as you likely have too, that as you grow your business, your business grows you in unexpected, often challenging, yet miraculous ways. Here, we'll talk about how to get out of your own way so you can grow a business that's abundant and sustainable while allowing you to be a force for good in the world. I'll give you simple, actionable strategies, as well as wisdom and inspiration to help you root into your wholeness, lead from your values, and work in ways that feel deeply aligned so you can bring your true self into the world through your business and in every area of your life. Hey there, welcome back. You made it. What did you see as you took some time with the map of you? I'm curious, did anything about that surprise you? Maybe scare you, excite you? Remember, all parts are welcome, and I really do mean that. As we deepen into the process of getting to know all of our parts, we can begin to now turn toward the next step on our journey which is all about tuning into your destiny. When my ex-fiance and I separated, one of the things I was grappling with was the fact that I was single, approaching 40, and I desperately wanted to be a mother. I'd been ambivalent about motherhood for much of my 20s and 30s. My focus during those years was on my career, my spiritual practice, having a lot of adventures in the realm of personal development. I loved having the time to write two books, to build a business, to travel the world. I loved the freedom of being able to go away for a silent retreat for seven to 10 days at a time and just to focus on me and my creative process. But once I hit my mid 30s, which was right about the time that my fiance and I got together, I was feeling more and more of a desire to have a child. During the last couple of years of our relationship, this conversation moved more to the foreground where I became a full yes to wanting a child and he was hovering at a maybe. We did lots and lots of couples therapy around this and right before the news of his betrayal came to light, he got clear that he was a no. One morning, a week prior to that fateful night that I told you about in the first episode back in early February of 2016, I remember it very clearly. It was morning and I said a fervid prayer on the floor on my yoga mat and meditation cushion in front of my altar during my morning practice. I felt so torn. I was really praying, do I stay in this relationship with a man I deeply love and not have a child? Or do I walk away and step into the unknown and trust that I'll meet someone else that I can do this with? And honestly, both options felt really scary. Neither one of them seemed right. Neither one of them really seemed sure or secure. So I begged life to make the answer so clear to me 
that it would be like I was being hit over the head with the clarity. And as you know, hit over the head I was the very next week. It became almost violently clear what my only option was, which was to walk away. So while I was devastated on a number of levels and also irate that my ex-fiance hadn't told me the news of all the betrayal, all the lying earlier, so I would have had more time to pursue another path. I knew that my only choice was just to accept how things were playing out. And I tapped into my deepest longing, which was to become a mother. And I began to do everything in my power to make that happen. I did all sorts of really elaborate and potent rituals and visualizations. I started to make more space in my life for another partner and a child doing things like having two nightstands on either side of the bed, having space and drawers for someone else to bring their things. I was calling in my heart's desire. I was calling in a family, a happy family, a family like the one that I'd always wanted ever since I was a little girl, but had never experienced in the way that I wanted. And I knew that that was possible for me even though I hadn't experienced it yet. And I tried tapping into the remembrance that I'm a limitless being and that anything is possible. I did a lot of different practices, especially with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. I even did a retreat with him in Toronto where I repelled down the side of a huge hotel downtown just to put mind over matter. But as I exerted all my will and power and intention and desire in this direction, I kept coming up against huge obstacles and stop signs. I fell for a man that I accidentally got pregnant with, which was a huge surprise in and of itself because I'd never been pregnant. I didn't even know if I could get pregnant. But that's a whole other story for a whole other time. I share about that more in depth in my third book, Handbook for the Heartbroken. But Upon the realization that like my fiance, he wasn't who he thought he was, and I was still in the process of repairing my internal navigation system, which I didn't realize at the time was going to take a lot longer than I thought. Again, I, I, I learned after that experience that it, this was going to require a lot more than just healing from a breakup. It was a much deeper sever in my system. And so my, my radar for men was also really skewed. And so after that, I just was single for for many years. But with that accidental pregnancy, I realized that my only wise choice of action, both for my own future health and that of my unborn child and the kind of life that I wanted for both of us was to have an abortion. And that was devastating for me because again, my deepest desire was to become a mother and I was 39. But upon ending that relationship and that pregnancy, I entered into a deeper space of despair and devastation. And my desire to become a mother only intensified. And it really became my entire reason to live. So I let a year pass to heal from that abortion. And then I started on the path of trying to have a child on my own. 
I consulted with many different friends and acquaintances who'd gone that route. And with their support, I learned how to do things like choosing a sperm bank, selecting a sperm donor, having said sperm shipped to me and stored. I hired a local midwife to perform IUI, which stands for intrauterine insemination. And she did that with me in my home during several of my ovulation windows. But I just said the word several. So after several rounds of that, each yielding a negative pregnancy test, I knew it was time to kind of intensify my strategy. So I moved to the next stage of my process, which was IVF. And I want to say that, you know, one of the factors that I weighed in terms of getting an abortion was seeing how easily I, and unintentionally I'd gotten pregnant. And both my doctor and I agree that there was a good chance then that I would get pregnant again. So I was going off of that assumption. And then one of my sister's close friends had had a daughter on her own with the support of a fertility clinic in Chicago, where both that sister of mine and my mom lived at the time. So I know other people who had done this in other states, but I, so I followed their, you know, I was inspired by them rather, and I opted to move in with my mom temporarily in Chicago to allow me to get Illinois health insurance and also just to check out how would it be for me to live in Chicago if I do get pregnant because I knew that I would need more support and be helpful to have family around. So in Illinois, I could get health insurance that covered fertility treatments because health insurance in Chicago, rather in Colorado where I lived, did not. And while I was there in Chicago for six months, I did two rounds of IVF, two months apart one in October, one in December. And as timing would have it, because I wanted, I wanted to do this as quickly as possible because of my age, I was turning 41 at that time. And I wanted to do them close together because it was the end of the calendar year and the insurance was going to reset, you know, the, the out-of-pocket max for the year was going to reset for, you know, on, Jan- on January 1st of the next year. But it was a hard time to be there because the weather was turning cold and rainy and gray. And with the intensity of driving to downtown Chicago on multiple early and icy mornings, I got countless vaginal ultrasounds and blood draws, followed by coming back to my mom's apartment and injecting myself with hormones that made me feel less and less like myself each day, and then powering through full work days not being amongst my community and surroundings that normally nurtured me, the whole experience was really, really wearing me down. But what kept me going was that burning desire, that deep, fervent prayer to become a mother. And I believed deep down that all of what had happened with my fiance, with my abortion, all that led me to that experience was to give me a child on my own and to succeed on this path. Yeah, my first round of IVF, it yielded two viable embryos, which I was excited about. And I triumphantly had those two transferred into my womb, that is, in hopes that at least one would take hold. Yet a pregnancy test several days later revealed that neither one of them did, and I was not pregnant. So I did best to regroup, to put together a new plan, 
and I tried again the following month. And that one looked like after the egg retrieval, it looked like it would yield even more viable embryos. Yet during the waiting period, while they incubated my eggs with the donor sperm, fertilized them, and then incubated them, none of them made it, which was a huge shock to both me and my doctor. So round two of my IVF failed as well. And at that point, I had literally given everything that I had, all my money, all of my focus, all of my prayers and practices and manifestation rituals, I'd given my body over to this process, and I had nothing left, and it had failed. So I had reached a whole new level of rock bottom. From the time that I'm recording this, that was exactly five years ago. And I have a lot of compassion for my past self. That was so hard. And she was truly devastated. She was broken. She was heartbroken. She was angry at life, at God, at everything. It all seemed so unfair. And she really had a hard time fathoming how could such a deep prayer possibly go unanswered. In the years since then, I've continued to do a lot of learning and a lot of healing. And one of the main things that that experience taught me in retrospect is that, yes, while we are unlimited beings with incredible potential, we do need to work within the limits of our unique bodies and lives and of our unique paths. I needed to learn to surrender my plan for my life because I'm a big planner. I like having my, or I liked having my plans and I needed to learn to trust life or what I know as God's plan for my life. And I needed to want that more than anything else. I learned to trust, and this did not happen overnight, that whatever life was wanting for me was going to be better than anything I could will for myself. Today, quite miraculously, I need to say, I am honestly completely at peace with not having a child. Again, that's something I never thought I'd be able to say, never, ever. And I may have pangs of grief or other feelings as I get older. I don't know. All that I know is that there is total neutrality and acceptance around it now. And no feeling of that I'm missing out on anything. And a big piece of what allowed that was this practice of surrendering to the larger plan to my true destiny, the one that was beyond my own will and my own limited view of myself, however beautiful that vision and however beautiful that desire was, because they were beautiful. I knew that the next step to becoming fully me was to let go into the right path that would lead me there and to again remember that there are no mistakes or missteps. The only way I could get to that point of total surrender 
was to go through everything that I went through in order to lay it all down. Because I'm very strong. I'm very willful, at times stubborn. And it was what I needed. I needed to be utterly defeated in that way to lay down my personal plan for my life, to exhaust any possible solution, to really have no idea where I was going or what my life was going to be. Now I ask you, in what ways are you resisting your destiny? In what ways are you resisting the path that's unfolding beneath your feet? And are there places where you're forcing things or you're not accepting what is? There's a fine line between persevering and pushing. And discernment is really, really needed here. Werner Erhard, the founder of the transformational program, asked, said, ride the horse in the direction it's going. Ride the horse in the direction it's going. I ask you, how can you live your life in the direction it's wanting to move you in? To let yourself be carried by the flow of life rather than by your own individual efforts. Think about it. An acorn's destiny is to become an oak tree. And an embryo's destiny is to become a baby. But an acorn can't become a baby and an embryo can't become an oak tree. We need to evolve according to the pattern of our own unique unfolding. This is a deep process. Remember I said in a previous episode, this is lifelong learning. This is is a lifelong process, but we go through certain phases where it's more intensified and accelerated. It's a process of discerning your desires your perception of what's possible for yourself in your life and your own intimate relationship with your inner knowing, which is always guiding you toward your destiny. Again, this is not something that can happen overnight and it's not something we can do alone. We need support. We need reflection as we discern this because just like we can't see the back of our own heads without the help of a mirror, we can't see our full selves without reflection from others. So before we move into the final stage of this audio journey, which is all about trusting the timing in our lives, I want to share more about how you can deepen in this process of surrendering to your destiny to become more fully you. Doors opened today. If you're listening to this in real time, doors open today to becoming you an intimate eight-week immersive experience that's taking place within a safe and supportive women's community to guide you in doing the inner and outer work of getting out of your own way, creating a life and business that's fully aligned and filled with abundance, and becoming the woman you truly are. During this audio journey, we've taken some of the first steps in this process together. But to embody it fully, I've created specific steps and in-depth practices to help you embrace the new perspectives that will take you all the way. Again, this process took me several years. I've distilled it for you into eight weeks, (laughs) but we need more time 
to really devote to the fullness of this process. And Becoming You will give you this inside a container of strong support that includes expert personal guidance from me, delivered via live classes, and tailored exactly to what you need to create the life and work that is most aligned with your true self. We'll also have a lot of pre-recorded meditations and embodiment practices, some from the IFS tradition, others from my own take on feminine spirituality. And you'll have lifetime access to all of this because again, this is a lifelong journey and these are things you're going to want to return to again and again. And we'll do this all within a vibrant online women's community, which is always one of the most special and powerful parts of the programs that I teach. We start on November 13th and doors close on November 9th. If you'd like to learn more about joining us, you can learn more at programs sarahavonstovercom forward slash becoming you. That's programs sarahavonstovercom forward slash becoming you. Also, we have an early enrollment gift. So if you know that you're a hell yeah, and you're ready to make this powerful commitment to become fully you, when you join us by this Friday, November 3rd, you'll also receive my You Are Enough reprogramming session. This is brand new. I'm really excited about it. It's an exclusive guided meditation in which I help you rewire the negative thoughts, beliefs, patterns, behaviors that have been self-sabotaging you, that have been holding you back from embodying your worthiness, your innate goodness, your full potential. This is designed for you to play, listen to when you feel far away from yourself and you need a lifeline, you need a potent reminder to call you back home. So by diving deeper into your subconscious mind, and planting new seeds of possibility there, you can, in a sense, really calibrate yourself to your destiny and you can activate that essential self within you to come forward in a bigger way, which is what you need to guide you forward. As we just talked about, you need to surrender to your unique destiny in order to discover the more that life wants to express through you. But there are tools that can help you prepare the soil for the acorn to become an oak tree. And I've designed this special meditation to offer a powerful yet gentle and very accessible way to do just that. That You can even listen to every day if you wanted to. If you want to take these next steps of the journey with me in a larger community over these next several weeks through the close of 2023, and into the start of 2024, it's a powerful time to do this work. I invite you to head over to programs-saravonstover.com forward slash becoming you to learn more and join us. And next, I'll share with you the final episode in our series. We're almost there, which is all about trusting the timing of our lives. And just like those final steps before crossing the finish line in a race are the most powerful because they can reveal 
that we're capable of so much more than we thought. And I used to be a runner. I used to run races. So I know the final leg of our journey tomorrow or whenever you're listening to it is important. Keep going. We're almost there. You're doing great. And I know that you're a woman of your word because you're still here and you're keeping your commitment to yourself. And I honor you for that. So let's finish strong, my dear, shall we? I'll see you in the last episode. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, change doesn't come from listening alone. I invite you to commit to taking one small or large courageous action after today's conversation. One step you can take if you haven't already is to sign up for my Sunday journal. It's a weekly newsletter filled with inspiration and reflections about the intersection between spiritual entrepreneurship and fulfilling your potential to help you become the woman you truly are in every area of your life. You can subscribe at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash journal. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with the women in your world. Also, I'd be very grateful if you'd leave a review. It helps others find resources like this. And I'd love to hear what's coming alive for you after listening today. Above all, keep going and never forget the unique offerings you and your true self bring to the world. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.